for us to ask things. Where's this? Where's that? Clean this up. Clean that up. Help us with this. Help us with that. I don't know what we would do, honestly, but a lot of the mess and a lot of the stuff that we're having to deal with is like, like that lens right there. It's sitting on the, why is it there? Like he left it there. <laughs> I, I did leave it there. Did you leave that tape on? Wickham's the uh-huh. just like a fifteen thousand dollar like cine lens, just fucking chilling. Just as fourteen millimeters ice chilling. What what Wickham? That's like, isn't that like a six thousand dollar lens or more? Three and a half, actually four. Just sitting on the med cabinet. I wonder why your voice, your what, um. Would he talk a little bit? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> how, 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 how are you doing, Woody? S- struggling today, bro. Why? Because, dude, it's just like... Uh, it's tough. Like, I, I'm just struggling hard. Mm. Hmm. I'm just, um, Billy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going through it today. Well, it's I'm like questioning myself. Uh huh. If I can, like, do it or not, you know? Right. It's not easy. Yeah. Well, maybe you need to take a step back or. You know, let, you know, Madison or Shane even help you out, you know? Yeah, but then I'm like, well, what am I even here for then? Just to not burn out. Yeah. You know? You're like, Just to watch. They're Wiccan to me. Yeah, like you're like, you're like the director. Yeah, I know. I'm just like getting like really confused. Like sometimes I felt like I feel like I don't know what to say sometimes now. What's up, Billy? Oh, the roommates unite. All three of us. All three of us in one place. Damn, I came out like real hot on the volume and then What's up, bro? <sighs> Um, not much living life, you know. Yeah. yeah, trying to stay on top of the good vibes and out of the bad ones. Right. Which is uh, not always easy, but I have little tactics I use, little things. I call them little helpers, like Santa's little helpers. Mm. Well, we got a a new rack mount here. Um, oh yeah, You're cool. Well, because I'm just like testing your voice out. This is the first time I've used it on your voice. Um, <clears throat> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, or I guess whatever Almost. you cel- celebrate, huh? Almost. Merry Almost. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to make it through another Christmas. 
Mm. Instead of what? Being dead. Right. I mean, when you get old like me, you're like, fuck, one of, the, one of these days I'm not going to be around for Christmas. How old are you? 51. Uh, mm. a, a therapist told me today, you should be dead. Me? Or no, you? me. I was like, just kind of like complaining a little bit. Mm. I mean, n- not not complaining. Just I was just th- this. I've been. There's been this theme lately of like, why do I constantly, you know, look at my phone because it's hope, addictive and hope for like views and success and validation, right? Which, I mean, I guess it's one thing to just check and, like, be okay either way. But on a bad day, I'm looking and I'm, I'm, I'm pulling from that as, like, my source of, like, happiness. Or, like, you know. Yeah, but if it wasn't that, it'd be something else. Right. But so, so, so his whole thing was, like, you know, you should be dead. Like, you've done this, this, and that. Like, you should be happy with that you're worth it and does that, he say you should be yeah he, he does he he kind of like he like actually believes that i am like that i should be like celebrating my achievements when's the last time you like celebrated like your achievements i mean like daily oh okay a little bit <laughs> Yeah. But then I go back. But I don't I, think I've ever seen you. Like, we should have a party. Be like, dude, we fucking like. Sometimes you do say like, "Yo, we like made it," uh, you know. But the, like, I've never seen you like really like celebrate. It kind of reminds me of this interview I saw with the favorite, my favorite band, The Strokes, where they were saying how like they had like one really good first album, and the second one wasn't as good, didn't do as well as the first one, and the third one didn't do as good as the second one. So they never felt like they'd like made it, right? Because like it didn't feel like they were, but like in actuality, they became one of the greatest rock stars alive right now. Yeah, they definitely made it, but they never felt that way. Yeah, hmm. you hear that a lot with these famous people. But like the point is, is that like we all have to. be okay and happy with what we have right now and who we are right now. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I tell myself daily, we all, we're all dealt uh, a hand of cards. Some of us get some really shitty cards and some of us get really good hands. But you got the hand you got and you got to play it, right? Mm-hmm. Once in a while, maybe you get to lay down a card or pick up a card. So, because I'll relive the past, and I'll be like, why wasn't someone there to protect me? Why wasn't someone there to guide me? Just a little bit. Just a little tiny bit. Right. Some of the shit that I have to live with the rest of my life wouldn't have happened. And that's the shit that plagues me every day. And it's little shit. One night made the whole difference. You know? I can hate the world and just be like, fuck all of you because that's how it's expressed it's not just like fuck them it's like fuck everybody like what like the accident Mm. like when i got on the back of that scooter with that crazy bitch and i knew i talked to her for 20 minutes i said look 
just try. I was 17. I was in a boy's home, right? Didn't have anybody with cars. I didn't have any parents. So I had to rely on a crazy bitch. <laughs> this fool's hair. <laughs> and he's just like... What? <laughs> no, you're just... You're, you're hair. So yeah, what I happened? have hair problems. I don't... No, it's great. You look dope. I had to rely on someone who I knew was unsafe because I was 17 and I had a curfew and I was in a boy's home. I didn't have parents. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a bike. I didn't have money. And so I got in a situation that changed the rest of my life. She ran a red light. Bam! Smacked us on a scooter. No helmet laws back then. I broke my teeth in the back of her head. Bounced off of her. She broke like every bone in her body. She bruised her spinal cord. She couldn't see straight. She couldn't walk. And before she ran the red light, red light I said, what are you doing? Wham, pam. Like, in no way did I want to run a red light. And now you have like Meniere's, like vertigo. In and then my mom, forever. when I was eight years old, her boyfriend took me on his motorcycle and crashed on the freeway with no helmets. And that's why I probably have this shit that I have to live with. But you don't know for sure. I don't know for sure, but you know what? I just like, I felt like I was dealt a bad hand. But in some ways, you know, you know, some ways I was smart and fairly attractive or whatever. So those are some good cards. But I got some shitty ones too. Thanks for listening. I just vented a little bit there. No, you're good, bro. <laughs> what do you think? Did you get a good hand or a bad hand? I don't know, bro. I, I really don't. I don't even know if I'm playing cards. <laughs> Seriously. Hmm. I don't know what game we're playing. What are you? <laughs> it's poker, man. Okay. Five cards. What's going on? I, I, no. <laughs> like, Dude, I, don't, I think everybody else, I think I'm playing a different game than the rest of the world sometimes. Than all of us? Than everybody. Hmm. Yeah, no, but that's kind of what makes you so dope. What are you like, playing? You, you notice certain things and you like, you have a different like perception on stuff. Like, what do you. I don't know how it happened, dude, but like, I just like naturally go against the grain. I naturally disagree with everybody and everything. And it gets to be like mentally exhausting sometimes. Well, it sounds like alcoholism. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, do you disagree with me? Fuck yeah. yeah. I, I, I low-key feel like that's kind of why we got into it today. No. Because, like, I disagree with you a lot when I feel like, you know, like... No, we didn't disagree about anything. <laughs> I might want to say yes, we did. It no, helped. but, like, okay, so what did we disagree about? I feel like it's just, like, a build-up. Like, I, like I constantly have to, like... I, con- I feel like I constantly, like, challenge, like, what you're trying to say or do, and I was dismissive to, like, what you called me for in the first place. Oh, yeah, but we, but you don't... But we don't actually disagree about anything. That's the dope part. Yeah. I just you just caught me on like a really just on an off. That's where know. my head went though. I was like, I feel like I'm disagreeing with him and that's I'm not like the yes guy to everything all the time. I really I don't want you to be. I love that you're not. No. And no. and you apologize a lot. Like now today's my chance to apologize. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, then I go, like, right upstairs to dinner with, like, 25 motherfuckers, like, staring me down, being like, 
like fuck you pretty much um not no, fuck you but no, like no shane isn't on that tip madison's not on that tip yeah neither is like half the other people and the people that are like low like resenting you or whatever like are the ones who are gonna like respect you the most in the end i feel like i've had that conversation yeah, every day though what i think he's trying to say is how he feels not reality so mm. that's how it feels mm that there's 25 people that are like, fuck you. And I think they probably are because if they're <laughs> alcoholics, that's what I'd be thinking, you know? Like, not like, logically, right? No, not fuck you, but yeah, fuck you because you're authority or fuck yeah. you because, you, you know. That is a weird feeling. But I think that, I mean, we were just chilling in the living room and it was like Jose and, you know, Jared and me and you and, and even like John was sitting next to us, and yeah, we're all everyone's chill. Yeah, no, I know with you. Yeah, I feel like that's just like it, the focus of a lot of like discussions come to like people's resentment specifically with me, and I'm like, bro, like I'm getting exhausted with it. Right. Have, what did What did Chris say about that? I haven't even. Oh, he's like, dude. He's kind of just like fuck them bro they got more support than you like who do you go to i'm like i don't know man hmm you need a therapist i know i'm like yeah that's, and a sponsor i got a sponsor but to call him or her or? yeah he's uh he's had his own experience with sober living oh you know mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, you honestly I think I just want to like decompress at some point today and like come back in tomorrow, or, like, or, maybe cry or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you cried this morning, right? Yeah, I did. Like, Why? Kind of, I teared up and I don't get like that. I'm very, I don't do that very often. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just a buildup, you know? feel like i'm failing sometimes when i'm not when people don't like like me yeah you're actually succeeding if they don't like you yeah so now might be time for you to like i honestly would be okay with you just being down here all the time yeah and you direct woody madison shane me but then you you need to like be able to see their I don't know how you pick up on everything you pick up on because I don't know how much you're up there, but I feel like you're not up there that much. I'm not. I feel like I kind of want to be up there more. But you like know what's going on. Yeah, I stay. I Well, like the other day I was off. It was my day off and I called the house and I talked to every single resident. What? Because Madison like wasn't here and I was like, I just at least want to know what's going on. And I checked in with fucking every single person here. I was like, I talked to Jesse. I'm like, how are you doing today? I talked to Jose. I talked to John. I talked to Blue. I talked to all of them. You know? Well, somebody's up there crying right now. Dude, I know. And it's like, because they, I don't know. But it's, it's just, normal, dude. I cried when I was getting sober. I still cry sometimes. But I right. Don't, sometimes it's good. You feel better after. Caleb! Yeah. Wait, what is this main... What what is this main? What is this main? This isn't doing anything. Like, what is Wickham's perception? That's what I want to know about. Like working here. Um. 
Well, I was actually thinking about what we talked about at the the diner and the TikTok we made about how. Well, I don't know. This is what I thought, but I thought you said that like Pat was like yelling at you, so that that's why you cried. Yeah, is that not but what it's been a build up like the past few weeks, not just with Pat. Like everybody, right? Like I f- every time we have dinner or a meeting, everyone's like, I'm mad. Like I I resent this fool. Yeah. Well, weirdly enough, like you opening up about that made me feel less weird because like I am going through like not like not sober alcoholics, but I'm like dealing with like, you know, like clients with Tim, like with the tall video I fucked up on and like Comic Con and like What'd you fuck up on? The tall we didn't even get shots of the people there, remember? Oh right. And and then this is like money on the line, like, you know, and there's like a lot of responsibility and then like Pat called me that one day and yelled at me about the podcast, and I just like cried in my room. I mean, that was like yeah, months ago. Okay, wait, wait. When you cried, do you mean was it like just some tears, or was it full on like crying, like ten, five minutes of? I think blubber? it was like somewhere in the middle. Of those two, but I always felt like weird about that because I was like, "This is weird. Like, why am I? Am I like a pussy?" You know, or yeah, like I don't know, but like knowing that Woody went through the same thing, I'm like, okay, so it's just oh, yeah. normal. I was like relieved to feel some form of emotion mm. rather than anger. Right? Yeah, I get tired I, of being angry. Too. I don't get like super angry anymore. It's weird. Or annoyed. I've, I get annoyed, and I I haven't like shed a tear. Of anything besides happiness in a while. If I get happy, I kind of tear up, but I've never like. And I, I, I've just noticed that like this job is extremes. Like we were just so happy and proud and like overwhelmed with like gratitude, like just last week. Yeah. About how awesome the house is. And like we have a couple little issues with some new people and it's just like. And some old people. Um, who? Johnny's one. Oh yeah, but is, I mean, it's just what, what? why is there like another session? I know because he didn't. Caleb, you didn't delete all the audio in the previous oh. session. We're coming up on a tidal wave of audio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to delete it. Gonna, or hold on, hold on one second. Uh, so I came into this conversation and I did I interrupt? I mean, what was going on? How long have you guys been talking? Like ten minutes. You're good. And and wh- about what were you talking about? Does some shit go down that like I'm not privy to or something? I don't know. What were we, we were talking? Just talking about how like I. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if you think about it, I'm sorry, Caleb. I can't have you talking in the background. No one's going to be able to hear what you're saying. But like, honestly, I don't think anything, there's nothing, nothing really that bad has even really happened. If you really, if you take a step back, if you take a couple steps back and look at where we're at and what's going on, like, I think most of it's just in your head. Yeah. Like, I didn't really even like say anything about you or your character. I didn't even say you made a mistake. I, my tone was just like frustrated. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even tripping on that. I can easily set nine times out of ten, I'd be fine. But I've been like 
feeling like I failed a lot lately, if that makes sense. And I feel like I started that conversation. Like you called me and you're like, do you think it's a good idea for us to be doing something? And I'm like, I, I feel like I was defensive and submissive, mm. like submissive of like your comment because no, I don't no, want to no, look no, bad. No. Like I want to look like I've got everything under control, but like deep down, like to a gut level, like I feel like I'm failing because I feel like there's a lot of people that think I'm a dick. Like, not not submissive, dismissive. Dismissive, dismissive. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, 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 I did. Like, no, I don't think that's good. I like, because this is what's going on. It's like, that's not even what we're talking about. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you think it's possible to, it seems like you want to have everybody like you and be helping everybody. I don't, yeah. Not possible. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Is that possible? Well, like I look at Madison, I'm like jealous. Right. She's got some qualities about her, huh? Yeah. She's like happy and like. I know, dude. She's like so happy and like, like whatever, like, like Pat's like, we should just do this. And her first reaction is like, oh yeah, totally. And like, they're on the same page to where like, if he says something, I'm like, my first thought is just to disagree. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, I understand I, I'm sure, it, yeah. I'm sure if he asked her that question, she's like, yeah, I was probably thinking about that. Like think, a 1201 last night. Is she full of shit night. or is she genuine? Is I don't she, know. I think there's like, I think she's genuine. Oh, yeah, I think she's genuine. Huh. That's a good thing to not be a sheep, dude. And I'm like the exact yeah. opposite of that. And it's mentally draining, dude. We cease fighting at people, places, and things, or something. I'm not even mad at her. I'm just like mad. No, at I mean in the literature, though. It's like we ceased fighting something or something in the AA literature. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's a way of life, and I got to be reminded like all the time, or I will. I'll be like you. I disagree with everybody, and I start building a case uh, about him and you and Wickham and whoever else is around me. And, you know, next thing I know, I'm a miserable fuck or I'm frustrated or... I mean, it just sounds like alcoholism. It sounds like, you know, the kind of brains we have. Yeah. Yeah, I think... um for me, it's just about like balancing it and being honest with myself about like, do I really agree with this or am I, do I only disagree with this because I resent the person for something else? Mm. Or is there like something that's not about what it is like? And I, and I just go by that. Like, what mm. do I actually think? Like, what do I actually like believe and like agree with? And, like a lot of things I don't know. Really. When I like really think about it, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's like okay. That's true. I like that. Like, I'm disagreeing just because the person who's saying it, not because I believe. Like, I think of my ex, like, uh, or anybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what we're talking. No, I, I know what you're talking about. I just don't. I, I don't know if it matters to you. If it really matters to you, what people in the house think of you but like 
I think you're doing great. You know, I did this practice because I'm not okay, right? But I started telling people I'm good. Uh, even better than that, I'm great. I'm doing great, man. And, like, I would try to just be happy, exaggerated, like, response. <sighs> and it kind of works. Like, if you do it consistently. Yeah. Plus, people are, like, kind of stoked. Like, oh, really? Wow. And then they feel a little better, too. It's almost like a service to them to come off exaggerated happy or positive because I'm never happy and positive. I, I, like I just said, when I vented, I'm fucked up. I got some shit in me that doesn't work. It's like a thorn in my side that I can never pull out and I just have to live with it. The I, vertigo. It's more than that. Stick a marble in your ear mm. <laughs> and then live with it. Never take it out. And that's what it feels like. Fuck. Yeah. could be worse, you know? Um, so I tried doing yeah. this positive thing, like like the AA shit, dude. It's all fucking. The answers are all in that literature. Right. I mean, like you said, you're doing great. Yeah. What's I'm just the like, fucking problem? You're you're I, got a fucking feel, job. You live in a place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you fuck hot girls. You have a whole pe- people <laughs> look up hot. to you. I'm just kidding. Well, whatever. You're hanging out with girls. Yeah. People look up to you. He relies on you. You're healthy. You're young. Making content. You're making yeah. content. You get new tattoos all the time. Got thirty thousand more followers. Your than you meat, had. your leg healed up. You get to go surfing when you sometimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I think it's yeah. You're right. It's the same thing that we're helping them with. Like we need to apply. Like our feelings aren't always based in reality, and we need to cho- We need to look at the glass half full rather than half empty. Also. Yeah. No matter, but the thing is, it doesn't matter how fucked you are. Even if you're really fucked, you still like, have to look at it that way. Yeah. But and, do you think that people that like work as intensely in this field as we do, like, ever feel this way? Yeah. I think it's hard. It's a diff- very difficult job. I mean, I wouldn't do it. But there's a lot of jobs I wouldn't do. Like, do you <laughs> see any difference in like the way you think now as to opposed to like a year and a half ago? I mean, I think that like, you know, if we can navigate it in a healthy way, which I think we have been, I think we'll continue to get better at it and become more and more resilient. And, um, do you remember, do you remember that girl I was dating that, um, was the director and like had like the partnership at the IOP? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she said they're actually about to like open up a track, like a whole IOP unit for people that work in this field. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So would you they go? Can go to IOP? Yeah, so we could go to IOP to like deal with our feelings. It's not a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. Dude. And like it's sometimes I feel like I just want to like I'm, I I didn't mean to interrupt. Just like talk about it, you know. Oh. <sighs> Like I'm struggling today. I think it's always. I think that we need community. I mean, once upon a time, I think we lived in villages and tribes and shit, and like we got to deal with things. And now we're all isolated. I think talking is great. I mean, maybe that's part of what this podcast can be for us and for other people in the industry. Yeah, I don't know what it's. It's becoming. I think today was a really. I mean, I'm really excited about today just because, like, 
we filmed, like I filmed myself in dinner talking about this stuff that we talk about. I got a lot of what you were saying too, but I didn't film you because I didn't want to like look like I was. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, but I heard a lot of stuff you were saying on in the video. And um, I think that that will be a really, really great way to like help people follow the story of Graceland and what we're doing and what we're going through. And so will this podcast. And I just had like a vision do you think you have like more to give? I'm being serious. Like, do you think you could give any more than what you're giving right now? Yeah. You really? I purposely have to. F- I see. That's the thing is, I know it's a marathon, so I don't overdo it. Yeah. I. And you have to learn to like sit down here. You have to learn to care a little less sometimes. Yeah. You have to learn to like back off a little bit and do you. Because yeah. you will burn out. I, well, I don't even like want to say like I'm burning out. I just don't know if there's like any more of myself I could put into something. Yeah. Which is crazy because there's a perception that we're just these shallow fucking people. And it's like I've never put my whole self into anything more in my entire life. Including my like own recovery. I'll go ahead and put that out there first. I know that's like the number one rule that you're not supposed to do working in treatment. But like. I really give a shit, you know? Yeah, so I, I think that's a really good soundbite, Caleb and and Wickham. Yeah. What he just said, I just am worried that we don't have a mic on that Sony. We just don't have three mics. Should we buy one? So I, he just said a good soundbite. Yeah. It's, uh, what I was observing here, it's interesting what makes people feel good because... I kind of, this is uh, like what we're talking about is feeling good. Like you don't feel good. You'd like to feel good. He feels good because he got content. When he gets content that he thinks is good, he feels good. He's satisfied. <laughs> if everyone liked you, you'd feel good and be satisfied. I'm wondering what, what Wickham, what, what, what would make you feel good? Um, I just had a session with my therapist right now, and he told me something crazy. He told me that this is the happiest he's seen me since he's been working with me. Just like that years, huh? Like, I've seen more confidence, honestly. Five years, five six years. <sighs> oh, with Wickham, hundred percent. Well, I mean, bro, like, well, yeah. oh fuck. What? I just we need a compressor, bro. Because now this sound card is like I feel like I'm peaking a lot now. You gotta, we got Caleb. Are you here? Well, I mean, you're going through a lot of ups and downs, and you're like, you're growing here. Yeah. I like, mean, you're, you're tackling things, you're like falling short, you're getting back up again, you're like processing it, you're working through it. You're, you're, I, I, I'm, I'm hopefully transmitting that like you're not a fuck up or a failure. You're of, you have, you, you provide a lot of value. And um, there's always room to grow, and we're still all figuring out like how to best do this thing, which is like multi-dimensional. Yeah, and like for me, like the biggest thing I fight is my like self-talk in my like head. Um, like I'm always telling myself I'm like a piece of shit. Like there's literally a voice in my head that I can't control. It's like <laughs> telling me to kill myself all the time. Really? It's insane. Dude, yeah, that's, that's, it's. I don't know what wait, to do with. How that. often does it say that? Like 
a lot less now that I've been just I don't know I just peaked so hard. Um, yeah, it's crazy. We got to get a fucking limiter. Um, but um, yeah, like. And it's so weird to like tell people that. Yes, please, Caleb. Yeah, it's like taboo. Because like when we get really loud, it like peaks, bro. That's the critic, right? My my, my, thera- funny, yeah. my therapist calls that the critic, and he goes, "You have to challenge the critic." Right. Like the reason I go to my phone for views is because I'm trying to. I'm chasing this like infinite number i'm chasing this like unattainable number and he even said today like if you had three million you would um want more and then i i was like yeah but then at least i could be like i got i did it three million is pretty much like okay you you really can't front on that but like you would look at instagram next no i'm thinking three million across all platforms followers yeah then I'd be happy, but I, but I, but I feel like last year I was saying the same thing about you know five hundred thousand and just praying that they didn't delete the app. But like it, the the point is, is that like we can go for things, but we have to challenge the critic. But that's the that's what yeah. I do, and that, that's what my your critic just says. Been, Kill yourself, yeah, like all the time. But like, or but like, or I'm a failure, and like my therapist has been telling me for so long, like, you know, he's like really like sweet, and like, have you tried? Have you considered, you know, like talking to that voice and like being like, no, I'm good. I've like have yeah a good job. I have my own place. You know, I'm I'm doing good. Smart, Life's good, right? smart, good so, looking have good style like healthy there's so many things White right teeth. and i thought that was <laughs> yeah. like corny and like cringe to like talk to yourself like i thought that's what like you know like girls do that like see those empty motivational instagram posts you know it's like look at yourself in the mirror yeah, i love you <laughs> I don't know. you know it's like but i really started like talking to myself like that the critic a lot hmm. and just being like okay why why are you a piece of shit? Oh, because you fucked up on this job. Are you a brain surgeon? Is someone going to die? Cause you fucked up. Like, no, mm. it's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And like, um, it's just like a constant thing. And it's actually been helping a lot just to be able to like check that voice. And then I was like, I told him, so I have to do that. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing that. He's like, yo, you have to do it every day. Yeah, yeah. You're, he he told me today. He's like, you're in a war right. with, with your critic because, like, we have similar daddy issues. All of us, really, for whatever reason, we don't feel like we're enough. Or all people, probably men, mostly. So we're having to like fight that. I also think, on some level, it's like this, like fucked up, like hyper awareness like Mm. being like very aware is like a double-edged sword yeah like Mm. i feel like for me like i'm like really aware that like i'm alive i'm like a floating rock in space with a bunch of fucking monkeys i'm like some deep level and like everything is like so absurd and like pointless that like 
if I like I know that and I'm constantly aware of that. But there's people who just forget about that and they're just like, I'm gonna go to the grocery store and get some apples and oranges and I'm gonna take a bubble bath and go to sleep, you know? Like I'm thinking about that. There's always lingering in my brain and like I feel like all of us kind of have this like weird like awareness of like the absurdity of like being alive really and that's why we like need god like there's people who don't need god who are just good but then we all live together and don't we're not even aware that we all live together half the time i feel like what do you mean like i don't know when you're home you know what i mean like i don't that was such a great example of like woody's like randomness (laughs) like it just like didn't like i don't know how that was related like wickham's like so aware of like all this shit going on to like a molecular level but then like i could be like in my bed depressed thinking the same shit and we're just unaware that we're having the exact same thoughts at the same time i'm gonna say no that's not awareness i think uh, it's i'm probably wrong but i think it the trouble is it's more like self-obsession yeah yeah Mm. like i i because i do that too and i think it's because it's part of that mechanism that makes us not happy but it's not so much awareness i don't think yeah i was thinking out loud but yeah yeah (laughs) who knows what it is or why my therapist thinks it doesn't matter why it's there Mm. yeah like that's like my psychiatrist like i'm always asking her like like i wonder like you know, like why I, you know, have like such a, like why I'm so jealous in relationships. She's like, it doesn't matter. Like a lot of people do like Freudian therapy, like Freudian psychoanalysis where they're like laying and they're talking about their life for like seven years and they find out why they do everything. And then it's like, okay, cool. And and then they just keep doing the things. Hmm. Cause like the awareness of doing the thing doesn't give you like power. It, yeah. It doesn't fix it. Yeah. So like, but the, the better productive ways to like, focus on the like the solution like okay how can i fix this now like i'm like even when i'm happy i'm suicidal which is mm-hmm. like insane so like how what's the solution here you know like and there could be like yeah. a thousand reasons in my childhood why i'm like this but i don't yeah i don't know if it's super helpful to even think about why mm-hmm. you know yeah so i yeah um but yeah, it's like wild dude because i thought the depression was never gonna end it's like I mean, you have you a... saw like you he see he's see, like I've, i like got out of the mental hospital and was like told him about it like you saw me like go through go through it for the past like two years mm-hmm. just insane and, and, and yeah even like if there are any avid followers of the podcast like you, you've been you started it with me like before you went to the hospital i think yeah and then came back and talked about it after and before. We fix your mic. It's supposed to go like this. No, like, uh, yeah. I want to start getting into the habit of, like, doing that. You can just push it away. You don't need to move uh, yeah. back, okay. you know? So I've been depressed also, especially recently, and everyone seems like they're depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, too. You were like, I didn't want to get yeah. out of bed yesterday. Yeah, it's weird, but then it's like really good. I don't know. I just feel like there's we're hitting like a new phase of like growth, you know. And it's like hard. I'm like I'm like just getting like a deeper understanding of like what's important and how to stay happy and how do you stay happy? 
by 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 believing that certain things will make you happy and doing those things to be happy like what like yoga or walking or 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 eating healthy yeah that's what i do that's what i was talking about self-care and self-love like do like i used to do those things because i like thought i had to look good and then i would finish doing them and just be like uh this shit's fucking lame it's never gonna work but like believing that it will work and that it can work and that it does work and then doing that stuff yeah but the reason for doing it is not for looking good anymore it's for for mental health but like but 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 the looking good part is just like a radical byproduct byproduct yeah like i do that too down to flossing my teeth i know if i floss my teeth i'm gonna feel just a little bit better about the day yeah and if i go run with the dog and those little things that i don't like you know and those are the little helpers i'm talking about and this might literally to like a normal person this might sound like the most ridiculous podcast of all time i wonder if like, it does. what are they talking about like they're such idiots but like <laughs> to like suicidal depressed alcoholics with like mental illness or whatever just people that struggle with like life you know and like i feel like knowledge and intelligence like is a curse sometimes. Dude, the fact that I am like have an income and I'm sitting here right now is such a big deal for me. Yeah. I mean, I was coded suicidal in juvenile hall when I was 14. I was like in the special day room with all the other nuts. Uh. I'm s- surprised I'm still around. That's why I'm like 50, 51. I'm still here another Christmas. Fuck. 50, 40, 30, 20. We got the whole spectrum here. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And we're all just trying to figure out how to like exist and be have the best life. Like we all we want is to be happy or content or feel good. I've had times where I have absolutely like nothing going. Like I'm around people so much that if I'm by myself, I feel weird. Like I feel like I got to be around somebody at all all times now. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Really, dude? Um, that's why I take you guys to go eat with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people at my house. I mean, this this weekend I had Steve, Jason, Shane. K- Shane left, and he re- Caleb replaced them, and just get people at my house all the time. You guys uh, should come over at, at, at any weekend. You're welcome to come. You know over. who seems the happiest? Um, oh yeah, everybody? even Wyatt hit me up in, in, on Instagram, and I was like, "You should Sam start Scott? hanging, hanging mm-hmm. out with us." Sam Scott. No, it's Caleb. It's Madison. Yeah, I would say Madison. Pink, Madison and Caleb. Pink Cloud. You think that's what it is? I don't think so. They've been sober a while. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. I mean, I used to tell people like the first year or two is like good, and then oh. it gets like really dark. I thought it was the pink clown was 90 days. Hey, um, Madison, would you say you're happy? Huh? Would do you, are you happy right now? Yeah. Do you ever question that? <laughs> what Were else you happy I earlier mean? today? Well, like, I just get like overwhelmed and manic, and like I might have have my moments, but like. For the most part, I'm just like super grateful, dude. I don't know. But I have you, to constantly yeah. turn it over, though. But you're not like fuck these fools and fuck the world, and I want to kill myself. You no, don't have those thoughts. Well, I don't get to like I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, per- I'm pretty but, chill. I'm a pretty positive, happy person. <laughs> it's just like natural. She never questions anything. 
Not even Santa Claus. She fucking believed, <laughs> she believed in Santa until she was 15. She doesn't question really? things. Really? Yeah, for a justified reason, though. My mom, like, really, really pushed me to believe in Santa. She gave me a very convincing story. Then my father one day was like, Madison, I cannot let you go to high school believing in Santa Claus, and I want credit for the presents I fucking Are you being gave. honest? I, I, I'm being honest. It was, like, kind of embarrassing. 15. Like, wow. I, one of my girlfriends was like, Madison, Santa Claus isn't real. And I said... McKenna, you're insane. Don't talk like that. And she went and showed me presents, and I still didn't believe it. Ignorance it was, is bliss, dude. Well, so were you doing drugs yet? No, right after I started. When, when That's I probably why, my mom huh? Lied you found to out me for the last, um, Went straight to drugs. But <laughs> so. yeah. in the beginning, you were like questioning a lot of stuff in the house, right? No, never. I like. Oh. I came in like. Dude, Damn. I just came in with like that gift. Like I needed help, and I was willing to do. I'll, I'll never forget when I first came in here, and I was like, "Dude, I'm willing to do whatever." And you're like, "Good," like because you can't trust your thinking, so trust us. I was like, "I'm ready." Like, it, yeah, God did for me what I can't do for myself this yeah. time around. Like, I, it, there, there's like there. a strength and like a intelligence in that too, honestly, because she saw us and she was like, "Listen." I was talking about the Santa Claus thing. No, like no, but, but 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 what I'm I'm relating yeah. that to all things in her life right and like you know like her mom why wouldn't she trust her mom you know like why wouldn't she trust us i never did trust my parents like that like that much dude my mom had aliases in my name i couldn't even claim her shit when she died because she had so many aliases Mm. i don't think i've ever trusted anybody that much well you're yeah but um it's she did, and that's a good Damn thing. Damn it, Madison, why? Yeah. Why don't know, we trade I, for a day? I want to see what it's like. I remember no, I was, like, good. first meeting Madison. Like, she was always happy, and I was, like, suspicious almost. I was, like, she's, like, nearly sober. She quit meth Like, she's heroin. faking it or something. Why is she so fucking happy all the time? Mm. Yeah. And then and I was, like, there has to be – I don't trust anybody without a dark side or, you know? But then she just – it just was real. Why was she doing heroin? Yeah. You just liked heroin. Um, yeah, but, like, also, like, I I did have, like, a lot of feelings of, like, alone and not fitting in and feeling like an outcast, and I had a really low self-esteem, and heroin was, like, the 80s version of cocaine. It was glamorous where I grew up, and all the cool kids did it, so I wanted to feel a part of. So, like, that's why I'm so passionate about the house, like, because I never felt, like, at home anywhere, mm. you know? And, like, that's why I love it so much here, because, like, I feel a part of something. I know I have a home. Like I didn't, I don't never felt like that at home. My mom was always gone, and my dad was like absent. So, yeah, you're like a really important part of this. Family. Yeah, today I walked in and she was having like a she was having a group or a Check meeting it. or something. Yeah. No, it's I, I I just got thought about you know where my life would be where I, I without you guys like it's so crazy how many people i've added to my life in the past year it's really cool like yeah. you and caleb and woody and like you know i mean the whole house obviously we'll see who lasts but it's just like crazy like you you we we didn't know these fools like a year, <laughs> two years ago you know so crazy yeah, I remember when I was like really, really depressed, I would see Madison. And sometimes I'd be like, I just talked to her. I'd be like, 
how are you this happy and why am I so fucking miserable? Mm-hmm. You know, and she'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what she said, but like the one thing I do remember, she would be like, I'll pray for you. Hmm. And then, like, every time I saw her, she'd be like, oh, I prayed for you last night. I never knew you were that depressed. Yeah, remember I talked about uh, being suicidal at the meeting? The Surround Mount meeting? Yeah. You shared about it. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, depression's a bitch. I just <laughs> hadn't, like, been depressed in a long time. Like now I get like I get it, you know. <laughs> right. Why are you depressed now? I think so, yeah. Huh. I'd like to say it's like the weather. Yeah, I think it is. A it lot. contributes for sure. You know? I can't wait till three months from now when the days start getting longer. I think just that alone is gonna make a big difference. Yeah. So this fool. What fool? Oh, how was the podcast with that girl? Um, It was pretty good. Yeah? But yeah, I just want you guys to see this real quick. They're watching this. Oh, is this... Uh... In the mountains, life is so incredibly simple. Who impresses you right now? It's kid Mark Andre Leclerc. He's been doing all kinds of crazy alpine soloing. What I'm doing is on rock. And then I see Mark andre free soloing on ice and snow. First time I heard about Mark, he's living in a snow cave on the parkway or something. He is pushing things that is pretty much unknown. I'm Mark andre Leclerc. I'm a climber, generally speaking. He's different than anyone I'd ever met. I love him for that. He belongs in a different era when it was like wild. I can tell little Mark Andre stories all day. But he doesn't even care if anybody ever knows what he's climbing. It's more just to have casual, fun adventures. I just hope he's careful. Anything can happen. I mean, I know it's dangerous. I'm not, like, deluding myself that it's not dangerous to go soloing. So why do it? Solo alpinism. Climbing big, technical mountains is more than just a sport. It's only for the very best climbers on their very best days. It's the art of surviving in the most crazy situation. Mark Andre has some challenges as a kid. Climbing was like a form of freedom to be himself. When you're in the mountains, it's like all of the superficialities of life just sort of evaporate. Particularly, just another day out. A really good day out. Damn, I kind of get it now, though. Well, because he he said that like being up there like makes him like forget the superficialities of life. Did you hear that part? 
Yeah, I mean, I can relate this because I grew up with these people, like in Camp 4 in Yosemite and shit, when you could actually go there. Mm. They're all fucking neurotic, though. Like, really neurotic. They do not care about the shit we care about. They just... Right. Yeah, they don't have time. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Like, they're... Like, they're, Fred Becky was out until he was 90. I knew that guy. I met that guy. My mom and... It we makes me want to go, like, do that. To experience that. And I'm, like, really good at, like, climbing. Are you? Rocks, yeah. You'll like, find I, out I, how I, good like, you we are. We went up Yosemite. We, I mean, we hiked it. But, like, everyone else is, like, shook. And I'm, like, jumping around them with a camera in my hand. Doing everything that they're doing like this. I'm, like, doing with the camera. And you can see the videos I've made of my two trips. And you, I'm, like, filming people, like, on the edge of the rock when I'm, like, holding a camera on that same edge like going around them getting shots right, of them coming to, to me and getting shots of them behind me and like doing i'm doing circles around them the whole time they're going up the mountain with one hand he's probably done just like so many of those climbs without a mistake and that's why he thought he could do it well let him watch well i mean he did do it he did the gnarliest climb anyone's ever done by far like Twice he he did. It. Do you guys not want us to tell you what happens? Don't tell us what happens. Yeah, no. it's so good, dude. It's like, it, I mean, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm just saying that like all the shit that we fucking are tripping on like goes away when you're out there and you're like, like, dude, Troy sent me a photo of what he woke up to today, bro. And this morning, it just like really put things in a perspective. So like a buffalo. I mean, after. After, like, having seen that movie and just, like, damn. I mean, this is literally his backyard. He woke up to this. He gets up that early, too. Mm. He has, like, chickens, and he's getting his chick a cow for Christmas. And like, I mean, it's just, like, here, Troy. We're, um, we're showing them a video Whoa, of Troy on the, in, the, in the mountains. Troy, one of my good friends, Dane's brother, actually, Dane, who wrote Learning to Lose, the song. I miss Troy. Yeah, he moved to Idaho. Good for him. Um, yeah, a lot of people, like, I, uh, I think you're talking to Noah about this. He was like... Yeah, or you could just, uh, you know, get a couple acres of land in the middle of America. Um, that doesn't sound like super alluring to me. I feel like I'd get bored. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm like a city boy. You. Like, I want to be in the city with my iPhone. It's like 5G. I don't care about that. Wi-Fi. I just don't want to freeze my ass off and clean up chicken shit. Right? Well, that's the thing is he's like doing two hours of like gnarly chores in eight degree weather every day and blowing concrete for a job in freezing cold. Like he's not, I mean, that's his view, but like these fools are just climbing. I mean, that's like nothing. He, that fool's on the ground. Like when you get up in those, I, I had like a, like a, a moment of like, understanding what it's like because have you ever climbed or been somewhere where like you can see rock or like terrain that like nobody's ever touched 
not since I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? There's something to that. And when you know you were like somewhere that no one's ever, you're so, when they're climbing those faces and they're that high up, they're like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like no one has ever been up there before. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's like untouched. And what they're seeing, like nobody's ever seen. And it's like deathly terrifying. They could just die like that. You feel in touch with God and everything. Yeah, yeah. and you have to be completely present in the moment or else you're fucking dead. He died repelling. Like, what's like wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) He dies? Bro, it's the it's one dead. of the best documentaries I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Repelling, huh? So it wasn't it's even the, the most, hard part. Bro, it's really a life changing documentary. I was just thinking, I'm like, this is fucked up, but I was just like, whoa, it'd be kind of crazy if he like died in the documentary. Because I saw Free Solo. They all the die. All like, those people who do that die. Well, Pat like painted the picture of like being up there and I just got <laughs> really into it and I like <laughs> I was like visualizing that and I was like, Yeah, it's crazy. I guess like, <laughs> And I just like forgot that we were talking about something that you guys haven't even seen before. Right. Well, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. It's. it's just, I mean, I feel like it's almost better for the podcast that we're able to like talk about. Like, it will not take. If anything, you know what? To be honest with you, if anything, had I known that this fool's actually not even alive anymore, it makes the legend of him even more profound. So when you're watching those interviews, like your brain is like, this fool is like a, he's literally like a wild unicorn that they couldn't catch. This motherfucker, <laughs> they're, they're, they're mid documentary and he just disappears. Could you imagine? Any other climber would be like so stoked. Oh, yeah. This big company's making a Netflix documentary on me. This fool just said, fuck all this shit. I'm out. And went and climbed like half of the world by himself and didn't even tell them. Like, didn't film any of it. They could have, they would have filmed all of it. No, but, but he I'm was saying like, he no, didn't. Either. I don't want, like, that's so crazy. Like, people, all the people talk about him, like, Where there you was get something the about him that? that was like, he had like this God, this like freedom, this, he had an energy that like no one else. Like, I want to go to Patagonia now. What you are? I want to. I guess that's like the craziest mountain. But like, there's a little town yeah. there. So this guy, my mom used to climb with, who started. He was a welder, right? Yvonne, whatever. He owned. He owned Pat- Patagonia. Really? First, he owned this company, and he started making climbing equipment in his garage because he welded. Mm-hmm. He's this real quiet, soft-spoken dude that was there in Camp Four in Yosemite. My mom knew all these guys because she was the only chick climber, and she was attractive. In the late 60s. Mm-hmm. And now, and then he started Patagonia, and I think he sold that, but he's buying huge plots of land in Patagonia mm-hmm. to, to reserve doc- it. I think there's a whole documentary about him. What's his name? Yvonne something, I don't know. Mark, my stepdad, who's still around, tells me all this stuff because he was there. Um, Yvonne Chenard. Yeah, Chenard, Chenard, Yvonne Chenard. So you know this fool. Well, I mean, I was this little kid. I don't... I saw him. You I met saw him all these probably. people. I don't know. Huh? You probably met him. Yeah. I mean, I met them because I was in the campground. She had to take me because... You grew up as one of those kids? In the campgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Dude, founder of 
Chenard Equipment and Patagonia. But he was Patagonia is probably the most credible, respected brand ever. I'm looking at Wickham. Nike? Really? Well, dude, it's all like good. Like everything they do is like good. It's all for like a good purpose. Like clothing brand or just brand? Everything brand. They make everything, bro. And it's like cool to wear it and it's like credible and it's like – it's it was it was done for all the right reasons. Like it's way cooler to rock Patagonia than it is to rock Off White. Sorry, says who? Not in his it's opinion, just is. obviously. Well, Off White's like cool. once something's like cool, it's just not cool anymore. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like Off White Off White is, is like immort- cool. immortalized, uh, like especially since Virgil died. You'll by see. Who, That's a hard though? disagree. Well, you'll you'll realize one day. Well, I don't even about. know off white. That's how. Well, Patagonia has been around for like ten, like five times as long as off white, and it's still as credible as ever been. Whatever that guy's a trip. But he just started welding. He started making gear because there wasn't gear back then. It was like really archaic back Who's, then. Ugh. I mean, it like the thing about Patagonia that's cool is it like stands for something. You know what I'm saying? Pussy ass. What? <laughs> Gangster, it's like a private. I'm trying to put the letters in. Like, I should. We should actually trip on this activism. Sometime, I'd like to get Mark, my stepdad, like to speak these stories. He has personal stories of the whole shit that went down of these people who a lot of them are gone, or they're older now. Yeah, but he was there. He was like younger than my mom, maybe ten years younger than her, and. uh when he's gone, it's all gone because I don't remember all the shit. I was a little kid. In July 2020, Patagonia suspended its advertising on Facebook and Facebook's photo sharing app, Instagram, making it the latest company to enter a U.S. civil rights boycott movement. This was done as a part of the Stop Hate for Profit. Wow. Dude, Wickham. Yeah, I heard that's dope. Since when do they call Which it Instagram? several U.S. Facebook's civil rights organizations launched through said social network was doing too little to curb hate speech. Like, they just, like, do shit like that. And, I mean, the thing about the mountain climbing, I'm just, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, like, I feel like even just talking about it and watching the documentary, like, made me feel better. It's crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just no, just, just, just being aware of, like, that life. Like it kind of helps us get out of our little bubble. I have a question. What was his like job? Like, how did he make money? Or, like, live? Who the the climber guy? Oh, Yvonne. He started making gear. Oh, you talking about in the documentary? Yeah, he's broke. All oh, that guy, dude. He was. That's homeless. what I was wondering. He's homeless. Yeah, like I mean, he hitchhiked and lived on the in the woods. Like he had this fool bark. is like not a. He's okay, like a legend. Sick. No, that's he's a living sick. legend, bro. And like, dude. In the documentary, you see people like they did this whole movie. Have you seen Free Solo? No. Yeah, I was just talking about that. Yeah, that guy like idolizes this fool. That guy is in this documentary talking about yeah, this fool was just like we were all just like, who is this guy? He's like yeah. some he's like younger and he's got like barefoot with no shoes and he's just like charging like ice and rock walls, free soloing them like. 
if I was the free solo guy, I would have been like, why are you even looking at me? This fucking kid over here is like way iller than me. But I mean, there's something not computing there. You can't just free solo some gnarly climb. No. What do you mean? You'll die. Bro. He this, did die. But, but, but no, but have you seen Free Solo? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but he'd done those routes with ropes many, many times prior to that. Right. No, yeah, no, no. Hold on a second, saying. bro. This motherfucker rolls up to like the gnarliest mountains in the world, looks at them for the first time, and then just, and there's ice and rock, and he just charges. It's amazing he lived as long as he did. It's really, it really is amazing, and he's kind of retarded yeah. for doing what he was doing. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you said that was like what a fucking. He's like that should be illegal. Yeah, it's it crazy. should be though. Like riding your motorcycle without a helmet is illegal, but doing that's not. <laughs> it's really weird. I feel like it will be soon. Well, they didn't know. No one knew he was doing it, right? No, they were making a whole documentary about oh. it. How do you tell someone, like, yo, you can't go out in the mountains? Bro, and just fucking. Right. That's probably why <laughs> it's not illegal, yeah. Because it's like. Um, hey, you can't go nature. on a walk, bro. Like, um, it's like kind of your decision. He could no. have been, like, fucking locked up and been like, this guy is a danger to, him, to himself. Yeah, it's really, really wild. It's like right. a really good documentary. <laughs> Um, I mean, no, they stop people from doing all kinds of shit, like going out into certain, like, I mean, you can't even go into the ocean when it's like certain currents. Base jumping and shit, like skydive. I don't know. There was just something about it. It was inspiring. He was inspiring. He inspired me to like, want to like stop and smell the flowers and just like be in the moment more and not like what was his name um yvonne or no that was patagonia adam um mark andre liqueur yeah they had like up, live like mark this fool's fucking, posters it's like this, what <laughs> look at this fool's fucking grill bro <laughs> <laughs> like just but he's like all ripped up and like in really good shape and just like a nice guy and just like completely fearless wow yeah his girl was a trip too yeah but it, but like you know what i'm saying like we should like you know we should uh take a trip and get out in the mountains at least twice a year yes. let's go this weekend Yes, like I'm not no, but like I'm like like I'm I'm down to like rent Next a motor home, yeah, and like go somewhere. A little sun seeker. I feel good when I go in like the mountains. A bigger <laughs> one, a bigger one. You know, yeah. No, we should like like um, all the people so that like down, work bro. here as staff. Every dope should like go, and we can leave like Chandon, Mikey. <laughs> he won't go because of his wife and kid. I feel like, yeah. Can I? I want to ask a question. I won't mention names, but three people from this house have gone out, and I just wonder. I, I've been thinking about this daily because one of them I was pretty. Actually, all three of them I really like. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know who the third one is that you're talking about. J A Who's T? His his boy. My sponsee. 
Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I mean, bro, the chances of us staying sober are very, very low. Yeah, but the weird thing is, like, um, like A seemed to be doing so well. She's crushing it. No indication that that was even going to happen. And then saw just, it. Oh, you you saw it coming or something? Yeah, I saw signs of something being off. I didn't know that it was going to be that extreme. But right. I mean, <laughs> what did you see? I'm not like that, like, good, but I just, just like, uh, I guess just somebody who's like not surrendered and like that is fighting everything. Hmm. How dope is it to hear her talk at dinner now? It's great. Yeah. She's like fully like gets it. But she seemed to get it early on here too. That's why it's like interesting. I think she was playing us. I think she was like the whole time just like quiet. Like, she didn't agree with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But she didn't speak up. You know what I mean? And that's like the difference. Like, I feel like I speak up about everything and then I still, you know, it's crazy. I mean, what about it's like, are you giving your will and life up completely to a care, to a power greater than yourself or are you like hanging on to a bunch of shit and like not really surrendering? Well, it's kind of a daily thing. But that's but she never did that. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And and doing that in the house is like with like the structure and shit is like practice. It's like you're 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 like I got strengthening this. that. Muscle. She's a high functioning person too, so I think that's she, why it was even harder for her. So what about Jay? The fuck, I mean, like, Jay. Johnny. Oh yeah, we could talk about Johnny. Like that's he's okay. He's he's better. I mean, he's better now. Well, I mean, I think that we'll see. He's never really been this honest. He's never grown like this much ever in his life. He's never come this far. He's never had this much real sober time and been this honest. And but he. Deep down inside, in the back of his head, he's always like glorified getting loaded, I think. And this last time he did, it wasn't a good experience for him. So I'm hoping that that will keep him. Sadly, I don't have a lot of hope for him because he's been, he's like, you know, been doing this shit for a long time. Never really stuck around. Just let me say my piece. I love Johnny. But you're right. Like he glorifies fucking shooting crystal meth and porta potties and freezing weather. Like yeah. somehow he when he because when he speaks about it, you can see him like really get descriptive and light up a little bit. Put him on speakerphone. Uh, hey, what's up, bub? Uh, what are you doing? Taking a nap. It's nine nine p.m. Live on the Learning to Lose podcast. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock at night. You should be going to sleep. You're live on the Learning to Lose podcast. Billy's here. Oh, hey he was just, How's it going, Larry? Hey. Uh, Billy, Billy's here, and he was just, we were just talking about you and why you did what you did and if there's hope for you, and we're all yeah. pray, praying for you and rooting for you. And, I hey. appreciate it, man. I'm uh, locked in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm quarantined. They quarantined me for uh, 14 days for COVID. 
I don't have COVID, but they want to make sure, so they put me in a box. And, uh, you know, I got my big book and uh, YouTube and my phone. And uh, the calls from you guys are really appreciated. So why? Yeah, I'll tell you what happened, man. I uh, I just uh, I had some some sort of self sabotage, you know. I I six months have been the longest amount of time that I had gotten in years. And uh, how many years? How long have you been actually doing this? I've been really doing this since two thousand eight. Um, I got about two years from 2008, 2010. Really and doing it, buddy. Never, yeah, and then I've never gotten that time back. I've never gotten, like, a solid stretch of time. And um, without, like, Xanax or weed or some weekend drinking or something, you know. Yeah, it seems like your timing, too, man. Like, it's Christmas, and, you know, we both have younger kid. We have a lot in common, and I'm just thinking, like, I don't want to bum you out, but it's kind of sad. I mean, I feel a little, I feel bad, but whatever, I, it is I what it is. I to show, like, some sort of Vice, Drugs, Inc., or some kind of show. I think Jose or somebody, somebody at the house was watching a show about a week prior, and they had Crystal Math on the show, up on the TV, and um, I just got really triggered, and it planted a seed in and I started obsessing about crystal meth, like just obsessing, like uh, to the point where I was sharing about it. I was like, guys, look, I'm really, really having cravings, not for alcohol, just for crystal meth. And um, man, let me tell you, it doesn't work. You can't have a head full of Graceland and an arm full of crystal meth. It's like instant like regret, you know. Um, did you tell God you were craving it? Just out of curiosity, did you be like, God, I'm fucking craving this shit. Can you help me out? Yeah, yeah, I did the whole bit. I did everything. Yeah. I, I, I bought it for like a, about a couple of days, and then eventually I was just like, I'm just, I'm just going to get some crystal meth. I've got to get some relief here. But my, 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 my thing is that like now that he's had a bad experience with it the worst maybe he can use that will help shatter this lie that it's you know mm-hmm. like next time if he sees that on the screen or if someone's watching breaking bad he'll remember oh yeah 100% it. yeah no so. now now it's like there there was there was no relief it was instant psychosis so it was like I shot up and was like, "Oh, there! Oh, this is fucking madness." There was no, there was no, um, there was none of that rush that I used to feel. You know, what? Like nothing, nothing. I just expired my drug card, man. <laughs> it's just all well, it's tapped out. Yeah, they just don't fucking work anymore. It was instant misery, sweatiness, Jeanette calling on the phone. I'm stuck in a fucking bathroom. Just fucking, just uh, needle in my veins. What about the alcohol? Did that was that? How was that? Oh, it was hell! It was hell! Even trying to find a bathroom to shoot up in, oh. <laughs> where, where there's no people knocking on the door, and I got this big fucking syringe full of meth. And I'm thinking, God, I'm gonna get some relief here. I'm finally gonna get some relief here because I've been, I've been like really working on being like the most perfect Johnny I could possibly be, which is really hard for me. 
And um, and then yeah. eventually I finally finally about to get the relief, and there's people knocking on the door, and so I go to the pavilions there on Heathercliff. Yeah, yeah, I dropped and, you off there. I'm, yeah, I'm, I dropped, it's I my, it's my and, fault. And I, was like, I was like, all right, so from here I can go like get yelled at by Jeanette and carry 400 pounds of glass around high on crystal meth, or I can go shoot up the rest of my crystal meth. I was like, I'm just going to go shoot up the rest of my crystal meth. So like, there's nowhere to go because all these like to do Malibu people are like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm Canada. So then I finally get to the bathroom in like pavilions and there's all these workers coming in and out and like knocking on the door like hey when are you gonna be out of there so i can't shoot up so oh, finally i get and they only have they have one more bathroom in heather on the heathercliff mall but it's like up at the top and you have to go into like farmer's insurance to get the key to go use it because you have to be like a resident of the building so i walk in there all sweaty and stinky with my jesus hat on just like half fucking spun then I'm like, hi, uh, how much is life insurance? <laughs> They're like, sir, I mean, uh, well, you, you, I was like, actually, can I just use your restroom? They're like, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, so they give me the key, and I go in there. And now it's like, now I got Graceland people calling, and like, fucking like, uh. And I shoot up this crystal meth, and immediately it was like, oh, no. Welcome to Schizophrenic. And I'm like, oh fuck, dude! Now it's like I'm stuck trying to like, trying to watch as much porn as I can to like get get some sort of like eroticism, like some something erotic to get my head out of like panic, mm, diversion. I just, yeah, I just injected pure adrenaline. It was no relief. It used to be like ecstasy, but mm. now it's like the new shit's like just like adrenaline. And I'm like, fuck, dude! I might as well be running from a saber toothed tiger with the way I'm feeling. I, like, I'm running from a fucking tiger. Like, that's how I felt. Like, Jesus, I'm running from a tiger mm. with a limp dick watching fucking, like, all this kind of porn in this bathroom. Huh. It's, like, horrible. Like, covered in, like, other people's urine. Like, I'm all, like, can't get comfortable on the chair. So why are you, like, laughing when you're talking? Yeah, it sounds story. like you're still you're still glorifying like it a like little you bit. glorify it, bro. It's not funny. Did you end up drinking, too? This no, is not no, a funny story. That's the fucked up thing is I didn't drink. Wait, wh- 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 why other people's piss? Well, because I was on a toilet. I was like trying to like get comfortable on a toilet with like a syringe and like this little cracked screen phone. It was really, it was like a living hell. It was probably the worst experience I've ever had on that. Really? Yes. And and a head full of Graceland. It's like when you tell the story, though, it just sounds like like it was fun for you. No, bro. I could go get math right now. I could hop the fence right now and go get math. I'm in Pomona in the hood. And, like, there's there's just this tiny little fence. And I could, I'm, I'm staying in this room because I want to be sober. Yeah. I mean... I, I could. I'm basically at like a Salvation Army type place where there's a bunch of dudes that are court ordered from jail here. You know, I could get mad. I think he's just. I, I don't want it. Story. I really, I really don't want that ever again. I mean, I, I, I want my sobriety back. Is what I want. I don't think the picture he's painting is. I think he's, you know, just telling the story the way he knows how to tell it. You know. Yeah. Let's let the people decide. Yeah. 
the people just uh, it's just how i talk also you got to remember i've had no human interaction except for uh danielle calls about once a day to send me the daily jesus devotion so they put, i've been alone in you're in the hole it's like you're in the hole how long yeah, you've been I'm in, in the there hole. i'm in the hole for sure that's terrible and they'll open the door and hand me food and then close it and uh and i'm just stuck that's so crazy That'll make you nuts. That'll make you use right I mean, there. Why don't they just like? And I got my two hospital bracelets on, so I went straight from there to. Uh, Poor Johnny. No, this is this not you know. I know what I did, and I, I realize I earned my seat here in the hole. <laughs> it's just like why would they? It's like get him a COVID test. Okay, he's negative. Let him come to the spot. Let him go to this, the treatment center. Yeah, yeah, they gave me the COVID test. That was negative, but they have a CDC guidelines for uh, for anybody. It's like ten to fourteen days in the in, in quarantine, just in case. You know, That's just in case. So crazy because you can it can be dormant in you for. Yeah, whatever. Two weeks. That's just insanity. Yeah, man. and I just came from the hospital, so we they, since, that was like the big red flag to them. They were because they let some other guy out in five days, but they're like, "Nah, you're gonna stay like fourteen days, bro." Bro, they probably <laughs> want you to level out just before they crack open Johnny Crump. You know? Yeah, I did come in kind of, kind of hot, hurt. huh? They're probably just like, well. And uh, I wasn't really. Fu- I, it, as soon as they gave me a Valium, I got. I, I just got like ashamed. It wasn't like that. I didn't like stay psychotic for days. I couldn't sleep the whole night and probably the next day. So I was awake for about three days. Jeez, but, it sounds um, horrible. If you're like that, with no euphoria or no like distraction. Yeah, I was trying to play normal because I had a little bit in my system when you were dropping me off, and you were like, "Hey, Johnny, so how are you doing?" Yeah. Well, now that I look back on it, yeah, but at the time I was, you know, I just had no idea. No, you didn't because I was acting. I was trying to act like I I didn't just shoot up some crystal meth and with knocking on the bathroom door. But the truth was, I had just shot up Crystal Match with Caleb knocking on the door, and I was like, oh, man, I got to get out of this house, dude. Where am I? How am I going to function? And I I gave you the perfect out, too. I had no backup. I had no plan. I had no fucking plan for, like, what to do after I shot up. I just knew I had to get that relief. Yeah. Yeah, but he's saying that he was high before. No, he shot up in the bathroom upstairs. Only a little bit before we left, though. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to, I didn't like blow out my vein. I blew out my vein, like, in the Heathercliff bathroom. Yeah. And then I walked down to the liquor store on PCH and, and Bush Drive. And there's like a couple little homeless guys hanging out there. So I just asked them for the key to the, the homeless guy bathroom. Because, <laughs> like, that's it's where not you can funny. hang out. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not funny. No. I don't know why you're laughing about it. I'm not laughing about it, bro. It's just what I'm saying. I'm like, this is how I tell stories. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, maybe that's the narrative in your head. Maybe you should change the narrative. Well, like, I did my crying already, bro. Like, I've, I've had the flood of tears. I did that at the hospital. And then, I, and then I did the, you know, yesterday I was crying. You know, I've been really upset. So today I'm just trying to 
Uh, and also, you know, you guys just kind of put me on the spot, put me on the radio show. So I'm trying to tell it like, so a little bit lively because that's kind of just my personality. But the truth is, it's one of the most shameful experiences I've ever had. You know, I told baby mama about it. I told my mom about it. Mm. Um, told my brother about it. Just everyone's just kind of like, what the fuck, dude? You know, I'm not about to go on Zoom and tell all of AA about it. Is he coming back here? Yeah. Honestly, honestly, bro, the way the way I've been thinking, like I want to get like a little, like a little one foot pine box with just all my big books and all my writings and just like like a coffin. Have, yeah, like a little coffin and just like burn it and just like start over. Like mm-hmm. have like a brand new experience where like I've never been to AA. I don't know anything about the program. I've just got a whole new head. And, like, let everything be new and innocent and, like, you know, get me a real humble sponsor who's just, like, a Jesus-based guy. I actually you know, think I, that's... I know a, fucking gurus. I actually, know, I'm tired of gurus. I, I need a regular humble a dude idea, that can honestly. just love me while I, while I get better. You know? What if Caleb's and, your sponsor? That's it. Because I have got such... I've just, it's such a bad experience now with my... With myself, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's. I think that's a good idea because it's what we write in the beginning of the book is you know God help me Johnny I'll call you tomorrow forget everything I think I know about okay, this program. Right, talk to you guys later. Good night, Johnny. Love you, bro. Good night. Don't Bye. jump the fence. He does need to have a, a whole new experience. Yeah. And he needs to forget everything Gosh. he can. So painful to hear. And then uh, Tom, I, I, he said he had no warning. You know how it says in the literature, we'll have no mental defense except for a higher power or something like that? You know that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, 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 yeah, mental blind spot. It just happens. Well, that's that's well, but that's why we're trying to teach people how to have some sort of defense, and the only way to learn that is to like. But it says right in the literature that you don't. It's a mental blind spot. The only thing that's between you and the drink is a higher power. Right. It's so tough. That's why that relationship with the higher power but is, I do, is it. I I do think that you can learn like reflexes like calling people mm. get better at talking about stuff get better at reaching out get better at taking contrary action in the house like you can learn something that will help stand between you get better at talking to your power it's just astonishing i did will he be upset if we talk about him can i talk about him or yeah what? no you're good he's so fine. so you know he's I mean, he just laid it all out it's like no i'm talking about t oh right yeah, I wouldn't he like seemed, put him out on blast like that, but you can just stick to T. So, Mr. T, Mr. M- T, Mr. T had a, has it good, you know. He's got the job to go back to, the two daughters. He's got an AA group. He had a sponsor waiting for him. It was really kind of surprising. Yeah, sounds he good. Left his whole community and went all the way across. He didn't graduate. He didn't fully. Do the deal. Yeah, three months, right? Four months, three months, three or four. It's not a lot of time. Four hmm. or five. 
Johnny had six. I guess that's what we do. I mean, I did that yeah, for years. I don't know why you're so like... I don't know, because they seem so convincing. I don't know why Woody is so like surprised or like... To hear him talk, because I just know to get sober, like... That there, there's some point where you just got to walk back in and be like, yeah, I just, I'm broken. And that's what's going to happen now. Like, what, I don't what know do, that he what do fully... You, what do you want me to do? Like, I guess, here, here's the way I see it. Like, he starts with these impressions, the saber-toothed tiger, and, <laughs> and it's just like, there's all, like, bravado, and, like, I'm like, whoa, this is... Yeah, so I'm wondering if that is a, is that a wall from it, or is that a wall from humility? Is that, like, some... Uh... It's deep rooted. Fantasy. <sighs> what it like? It's it, entertaining, it, but at some yeah. point, it's like not. I mean, I think he came in at like negative eight. We brought him up to like zero, and then he relapsed. Now, when he comes back, he'll be like at zero, and we can bring him up to like plus. He's coming eight. back here. If if he comes back. No, he'll be back for sure at some point. If he doesn't die, whether it's in 30 days, whether he leaves and relapses, he'll be back. I have, I think that. It's fucking just. I mean, dude, I don't really have. I, I think that in our line of work, we can't have like s- these emotional reactions. Like he did what we do, he used. So now it's like, okay, it's a revolving door. Yeah, Come but like. Back, try again. Have you heard so much of his. So much of that where it's just like after so many times of hearing shit like that, it's just not entertaining anymore. And it's just like actually like kind of fascinating. Well, yeah, which is a form of entertainment. Like it is fascinating that this time it didn't, he didn't enjoy it. And this time he had a head full of Graceland and it didn't work. It did. He didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't hear that. I I did. All right. It was a miserable experience. I believe him when he says that. And he's just painting a picture with like... He's a storyteller. Yeah, he's using like analogy, comparisons and like metaphors and like the tiger and like he's he's doing what he does. But I don't think he wants to go back and do that again. If he did, he would. I don't think he's being disingenuous at all. I think he's really broken. I, I wouldn't call it disingenuine, but like the mind fuck tricks you, right? It's like you got to get around your own mind fuck somehow to stay sober. Yeah, that's the thing. And like he like feeds into his. Yeah. This is really wild. I mean, if you would have seen him, like I saw a whole, I saw a whole different Johnny like that night. Mm. Like I saw like a bro, like an actual broken lost. And I get that he was on drugs, mm. but I saw like a broken person who. So like, you took him to detox that evening? No, I took him to the hospital. Oh, for what? Just fifty-one fifty year. Oh, yeah. Um, he uh, checked himself out of the hospital, and we took him to a hotel room to get a detox the next morning. And he did. Yep. I mean, I guess this just like sort of highlights like 
the difference between me and Woody, right? He's like a pessimist and I'm like an optimist, mm. which is good. We like balance each other out. Mm-hmm. So like the lesson that I'm learning right now is that like what we'll be able to do this time is Woody see Woody notices little things, intricate, intricate things like mm-hmm. behavioral, like nice. things that, that I look over. So mm. like when he starts doing that, like talking that way and feeding into his mind that way, like Woody can like help him see that and we can try to help him stop. It's almost that. to me, I I kind of agree. Like how about when he comes back, no stories, no mm-hmm. Johnny, no old Johnny. Let's just have yes, no Johnny yeah. for a while or something. Mm. That, to break that, like that's his ego is somehow in there and yeah. it's all mingled in that, that persona. I can like feel it when he told that story. I'm just like, it's just like all sickness. I'm like, yeah. oh fuck! There's like no like. Well, well, yeah. I mean, what did you want when you called him? What were you hoping he was gonna say? I've had like three conversations with him. For I talked to him for an hour the other day, and it wasn't like that. No. Oh, okay. So he's ramping it up for the podcast. Oh, okay. I may, yeah, 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 yeah. And it just like that was like some old shit that I'm like, bro, like. Okay, so what I'm now what I'm getting is that like he is like a performer and an entertainer, and he does feed off of like this idea that he's popular or famous or whatever, and that he's not ready for that. Yeah. Mm. So we can't like let him be doing that, right? Probably not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a terrible idea. Yeah. That's me. That's on me. Well, no. I mean, I've been. I called him like, "Fuck, dude." I've been encouraging him to, you know, tell his story, which would have been great if he stayed sober. But I mean, I also think that it can be a good. We don't know. Example. All these years I've been in A, this happens, and it's, it, I don't know why I'm surprised. The guy you think's never going to make it somehow makes it, and the person who you're like, oh, yeah, they're doing good, they, ne- they don't get it. Sometimes. And it's like you can, well, yeah, sometimes you can never predict. <laughs> I've you can't never, predict I've accurately. Li- I've just never met anyone like Johnny, so. Well, and I, I knew that. When he first got here, like I already knew he was going to be a wild card and he was going to be tough and he was going to be – because he was here and because he's as hard of a case as he is, it's made this house stronger. Yeah. And we did everything we could and now I think we have a stronger house and I think he's in a better place than he was when he got here and I think that this – That's for sure this next round will have a better chance at helping him. But like, there's no, there's obviously no like, sure. We're not sure of anything and anything's possible, but I'm like optimistic that we can do our best and stay detached from the results and not yeah. have emotional reaction. I don't know why I'm getting this way. And AA I never got this way. When someone would go out, I'm like, of course that's what people do. But like, did that story like rub you the wrong way a little bit? Yeah. I don't bit. know why it did for me, but it did, and yeah, but yeah, because he like he just jumped right into it with like no shame, and he just like told it with all the details, <laughs> but like in a funny way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also in a demoralizing way. 
It was the way somebody would share about their experience from the podium. I mean, there's a lot of laughs when people talk about their demoralizing behavior from the podium. The difference is, is he's not like sober. He doesn't have like years sober speaking about something that happened in the past. Yeah, it was like ordering a burrito. But that's how people share about their trauma and their relapses from the podium. But the difference is, is they have like solid time in recovery. Yeah, they're not like actively in their bottom while they're doing it. Right. Like when you're in your bottom, it's supposed to be like, fuck dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. You tell me I got to be in a box. Okay. I'll be in a box. I'll do whatever it takes to come back. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. That's when he oh, starts. You don't see what? Like the desperation or like the humility. Desperate. I'll give him, a, I'll give him a chance. I'll give him a chance. You know what I mean? I, I mean, to- look, like he's doing what What more can he be doing? It's not like what more could he be doing? Like it's the it's like the the surrender is not there. The, like what like what do you want me to do? Like I'm broken, I'm done fighting. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, he doesn't have that. No. Right. Well, we'll see. I don't want to like spend a lot of time trying to give it to him. Give what to him? Desperation. Yeah, so fuck him. Yeah. Fuck them all. It's up to them. It's like you can't really fix him. We just called Johnny and we told him he's on the podcast and he just went, he just dove head first into telling every single detail about the relapse and like, he didn't even hesitate. So just, just so you know, like he's cool with, and I, and I, I also think it's cool that we can like talk about it. But like, remember when he was calling us? Yeah. So you, do you think he's high right now? What was he calling us? What he, Oh. You you mean you remember oh how how his energy was yeah like he was defeated yeah right. I didn't get a defeated five Jose from was part of the first group wasn't I he I remember going on that bro hike. we have podcasts with Jose on them that was a long yeah. time ago though it huh? seems yeah. like it but it wasn't Keep that it close long to ago your mouth when you talk. like if I called Johnny and told him this my answer would be that's really not what it is Woody. I mean, I, I really don't think you're giving me enough credit, and uh, and no, I feel really bad, but trying to be a good Johnny. Yeah. How does he sound like to, today? He's just spinning bullshit a little bit, but maybe it was for the podcast. We're not sure, but he's stuck on it. He's stuck on. I'm, I'll, I'll move on. How Forget are you? it, Johnny. Yeah. God bless you. It's up to him anyway. I do love like, Johnny. Like, yeah, we lo- we all love Johnny. Did, did you notice like <laughs> the signs? Yeah, I kind of did. Like. That day was kind of weird to me because Tyler left, and then I was going to tell Woody to go drug test Johnny, but then we left to go look for Tyler. And it was just like, Mm. I I went into the bathroom after he did, and I was like trying to smell just in case he was smoking something, but... Mm. And then he was wearing long sleeves, so I mean, I kind of had a a feeling that he was, Mm. he was like, you know, using, but I just, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't come right away to Woody. I should have, though. Like, I should have came to staff right away. Well, I mean, that's the thing is I feel like we're all the experiences that we have 
in the house, it's making you guys better at noticing. It's just everything we go through strengthens the house. Yeah. I mean, I went through a rough time outside of this house. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was like, it was like real dark this last run. How how did you feel though? Like you were in here and then you were out and then you were okay for a little while. Well, I thought I had it when I was in this house. Uh huh. I thought I had the had whole program it? down. Yeah, like I thought I was good to leave the house and be okay and be okay, but I was not okay. How long until you weren't okay? Um, it took me two months after, like. After I left the house, I I tried to stay sober. When when you called me, remember that time you called me yeah. and I let you talk to everyone? Yeah, I was sober at the time. That was like literally two months after you left. Yeah. That was like right before you Yeah, I relapsed, yeah. And it was just like I I even called Witty. I I would keep I like my families were throwing parties and like I was just upstairs by myself. Mm. It was just like real like I, I don't know, I couldn't get along with my family at the time. Oh, you mean you were upstairs not because you didn't want to be around the partying. You were just, like, isolating or something. Yeah, I was, like, real depressed. I didn't have no no friends out, like, outside the house. Like, I thought... I didn't agree with this non-com stuff going on in the house. Like, I couldn't speak to anybody. Oh. And they couldn't speak to me. But then again, now, like, I get it. I get why they do that. And it's just, like, real dark out there. Like, if you don't have, like, a whole, like, little family. So you just felt sad, you mean? Yeah, I was really depressed outside. Like, I was but just, But you like, went to work, you're back at work and all that stuff? Yeah, and, I was working and everything. I was and just before like, you, did you shoot dope or what did you no, do? I never shot dope. Smoke? I smoked dope before. Like, so before you did that, did you know a few days before that you were going to do it? Yeah, I had got my six months chip. And I was just like, Damn, I was like real dry. Months. Yeah, I was real dry out there. I just did not feel like staying sober. Didn't have anything to look forward to in the morning. So like, were the cravings getting stronger and stronger and stronger? And then you knew like you're gonna give in like pretty soon, or how? Yeah. How did it feel? Her, uh, Maya. Yeah, I was just like real. Good to see. You. It was real depressing, dude. Like, I, I, I kind of knew I was gonna use. Like, I, I already had like premeditated. And I mean, like when when I started like using, it was just like I was so disappointed in myself that I just I was like, man, fuck this AA shit. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fuck my life over. And so when you first the first high, the first hit you had was of heroin. It was fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. Did it feel good? No, not this. Not nah. even. It didn't. I mean, I probably felt good in the moment, but after I was like. After I ran out and was like trying to like get a little bit higher than I usually do, like I I I don't know. I think I was just using just to not feel anything. Like I didn't want to feel alone, but it just made it worse. And oh, so you were trying to get higher so you didn't have to feel or think. Yeah. In other words, I, I mean I don't know. It was just like real. I didn't like how I felt, you know, about myself and about my sobriety. I was not ready. To be out in the real world Because I was just sick and tired Of being sick and tired You know It was just real I don't know It was like real depressing Like my family was supporting me Like they were like Hey you got this So you could do it But I knew I couldn't do it Like I think I was just trying To do it for them But I knew it deep down I couldn't do it Hmm Yeah And then I'll call Woody here and there And he would just tell me You're high hun And it would just kind of (laughs) piss me off You know but 
I mean, it's the truth. Wait, what the fuck? What'd I say? You just be like, hey, you're high, huh? And you just, you know, you, you just tell me right away. And I was like, nah, I'm not high yet. But I, I kind of had it planned out. So, yeah, I did I did plan out my whole... Nah, your dad called me and told me every time he thought you were high. Yeah. So you'd call me and I'd just be like, bro, you're high. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It, it, it started I'm like, like, like t- me and your dad are like, we got a good working relationship. I know, he trusts you a lot. And that kind of like makes me mad, you know? But it's... I, I, I like it though, because like... It's refreshing for once. Someone, yeah. It's fucking... And, dad, trust I, me. and like... As much as I don't want to admit, like I feel like you're gonna be in my life forever, regardless. Do you think I want like this the guy's worst? gonna be in your life forever? Yeah, like oh, you know, like friend wise, you know, like yeah, yeah. it's either gonna I'm just be kidding. very short because you don't stay sober, or you're gonna stay sober and it's gonna be long. But yeah. like, it's up to you, bro. And like, not only that, dude, like, you really think I want what's worse for you, bro? No, I know you don't. I I, I know I have your, your best interest in mind all the time. So you're like signed up to be in this house for a year or however long it takes. Yeah, I and committed just, to graduate this time. Was, and so you're going to go to work from the house and all that. Yeah, eventually when 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 they want me to. When the time's right. Yeah, because like even around this time, like I'm not even asking for my phone. Usually I'm I'm, I'm trying to get my, into my phone. Usually you're just like whatever. Just just yeah, whatever. Just, That's nice. It must feel. Does that feel good? Yeah, it does, but then I don't like when people control my life, but I, I, it feels better this time. Like, uh, it, more confident about myself, too. Two things. One thing is that, like, all the little shit we're doing yeah. is almost like a distraction. Yeah. It's like a bit, it keeps you busy. It keeps us busy. And, like, some of the feedback we got tonight was kind of interesting about how, like, during the day, there's not a whole lot to do. And that's when you start getting in your head. Yeah. That's when you need to break out the big book. Yeah. And I, I, even Jason told me today, like, you need to stop bullshitting around, like, with the step work. Like, yeah. Because I, 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 I finished my steps last time, but I just, I relapsed, so I just Damn, honestly you did them all in six months. And, and then another thing, months. another thing is, like, he's back, right? And he's good, right? And then he's, like, not good. But that's okay. That's normal. Like, Wait you have minute. to get through Is this all your third time, Jose? Treyway. Um, yeah. This Holy shit, third. I'm sorry to cut you this off, but third, this yeah. is number no, it three. Is. Yeah. It's his third time here, but the second time he came back was real short. Like yeah. four days. That yeah. was a week, but yeah. Oh, uh, it was a week. Yeah. I mean, I got hit with with a lot of words at that time, too, and I was just like... But oh. like, as long as you get through the ups and downs yeah. in the house, and there's and like you know there's going to be ups and downs, yeah. then you're going to end up out good, like... But you can't let those little downs ruin the whole thing. Yeah, like even around this time, last last the first time I was here, I was already going through problems. Like I was already feeling some type of way. Yeah. And I'm like I get in my head a lot, so it's just I'm just trying to not get in my head. And the thing yeah, is, you know, like just because you're sober doesn't mean life's gonna be good. Life can be. It's gonna be hard. Life's just hard. Yeah. You know, and we're so used to being able to go to the dope. So we don't have to feel the hard. Now I have to feel it. It's but I do think that, like... He's got the sickness, for sure. Yeah. Who, yeah. So, Jose? Yeah, like the toxic mind. Yeah, so do we all. I know. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a big problem for me. His is, like, on got, Front Street, though. He doesn't hide... Like, he's not very good at hiding it. But you take thing. comfort in knowing that, like, we all have it, too? I mean, I don't see it in, in a lot of people. 
I don't know really? if that makes sense. I mean, I see it in you guys. Okay, that's, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, take comfort in the fact that we can relate. Yeah, no, I, most definitely. And, and I, I trust you guys in my life. Like, this time around, I do trust you guys in my life. And it's, it feels a little bit better knowing that people actually care, not just my family, you know? Do you see it, or do you, like, look for it sometimes? In I the... see it. Okay. And I, I don't, like, I try to look for it sometimes in other people. But yeah. I just can't. I can't find I, it. I just looked at the board and I'm realizing that he already has five people under him. Like, and I think that if people in this house value that board and this community as, and it, they make this their most important thing in their life, they can have a purpose. Yeah. <clears throat> you can, the more you lean into it, the more fulfilled you will be. Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing because I was number six when I first got here. Yeah, you started off. Yeah, I started off at six. Guns so. blazing. Yeah. I think I just like pushed myself too hard in the beginning and I just burnt myself out. I, all the uh, I think you were just so worried about the relationship, bro. Yeah, I was. I was. I'll be honest with you. And it feels good not to worry about that anymore. Yeah. You, know? you mean you're with your girlfriend or your baby mama? Uh, no, my ex. It was just like real like toxic and i i you know I, I was like making her my higher power and that was something that i was having a problem with like yeah that's still hard you know he was ate up with jealousy yeah and, that was what it was both actually both of those things yeah. yeah yeah it was real like i was stupid i i i'd be the first to admit like it was it was not good for me and like i would look at her i would like want her to give me feedback but every time she'll give me feedback, she'll give me negative feedback. So it's just like, yeah, I got to put that foot down and let that go. So that's Whoa. gone. That's not a thing anymore. No, I made Witty put me on non-com with her, and I think like me knowing that I can't speak to her is like a real. It's basically just like putting her on non-com with yourself, bro. Yeah, I know. Just like, it, yo, will you make sure like I don't talk to my? Is she yeah, your girlfriend? Sure, no, no, she's my ex-girlfriend. But we you're still dated. friends? No, we're not friends anymore. Oh, yeah. but you talk. No, I don't talk to her at all. Oh. Well, that's what he's saying is like he told Woody to put. But him on y- the- you, you still are tempted to. Well, like today I was because so, I, I needed like someone to hear me out. But the thing is, she's your ex, and you're she'll still answer the phone or like she'll answer the phone but not say anything to me. You know what I mean? Like she'll just hear me out. I think I, that's all I needed today, but I couldn't. Like I was about to pick up that phone today. And I was just like thinking to myself, like I'm gonna just call my mom instead. You know? And then I ended up getting words for telling my mom what was wrong with me. Why? Oh, because I I, uh, I, I should have kept the news weather sports with her. And I was oh. telling her like I just been alone, and I get in my head when I get alone. He kind of like tripped her out a little bit. And yeah. She oh, okay, right. Like knowing my mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. But like something, I'm just he grateful. I'm just really grateful he's back, and I thank God every day that he's back. That's cool. Like three three tries, man. And that the, shows for, some. For for whatever reason, there's something in him that is, you know, attracted to the light and wants to. He kind of intuitively knows, like, this is what it will take for him to get better, you know. And um, I mean, you know, he also has sort of like us on his side. I mean. He's getting a really good. He's he's in a really good. Suit. I mean, you wouldn't have this if you weren't one of the first people here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you should be grateful for that too. Because no, if you yeah. were just a random dude we didn't know, yeah, you wouldn't be in the house. No, I'm, I'm truly grateful though. 
for, the, but, for that. Can I ask you a question? But wait, hold on. I wanted to say one more I thing. I don't know what you mean so, by so, that. Well, because he's, oh. you know, he doesn't really have the resources. I see. Um, okay. But gotcha. since he was one of the first people here and he left and came back, like there's been, there's like, dude, there's been over 50 or 60 people that have came and there's only 20 people here. So that's how many people have either left or relapsed or whatever. And he's, I don't know, I think the only one who's actually, I mean, there's been some people, well, Lovey came back. But then I he feel left. like he's back again. Why? With H. <laughs> but, 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 but it's, it's like, just like, I wish like more brother, people, dude. Yeah. I wish more people will come back and time will tell. I think more yeah. people will come back and it will take them longer to hit another bottom. And once you experience a community like this, I think that like you, it's hard to go somewhere else. You yeah, know, it is actually. You, you kind of feel like, you know, you need to go back to that and confront whatever it was that you, that, that made you leave the first time. And if you can get through that, you have a chance, but yeah, I'm just stoked. He's here and it's cool because all those other people that left aren't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, sometimes I think about Abby a little bit because she was one of the first ones too, and she came back, and then she right. left. But see, with Abby and Johnny, like they didn't actually like leave, leave. They just like relapsed, and we had them go to like a treatment center and then come back. No, no, I'm talking. Abby was here, and she made the decision to leave. She, the one that was working at Starbucks. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She left twice, but no, no, no. But she didn't really like leave the first time. She spent a weekend in a oh, hotel room oh, oh. and then went to detox and came back. Oh, she like walked to. Yeah. And to be honest with you, we're still like kind of trying to like get her back. Is she sober? No, I mean whatever. You know, I mean we're trying to get her back here. Oh, you know, but that's it's her she, business. She's gonna have to hit. I love bottom. you, Abby. Yeah, me too, Abby. We know you do. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, I think that this house will always have a soft spot for like the original ten because right. there was so it's much. Crazy, you know? There was so much time and like so much learned when like on all of them. I mean, we didn't have Madison, Caleb, Shane, even like Jared and Chandon and Carter. Like they're like they know the deal. Like we didn't have any of that when we opened. Can I ask you a like, question? Like, this was going to be, like, related to that. Because, like, when you came, it wasn't just me as, like, the law. I, like, was just, like, kind of the messenger. It was, like, Jason, Michaelis. Um, Prosser. Prosser. Mike. Uh, Mike. Wax. Wax. And, like, sometimes now I feel like I'm just, like, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? You, yeah. You, you almost need to, like, give out. You almost need to be, like, giving orders to your soldiers yeah 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 yeah. And yeah they yeah. need to be delivering the message i'm down for that but like do you <laughs> you need to start doing that yeah like you i can't be delivering the message anymore yeah i don't deliver the message right because i need to protect yeah. myself because this is, is that really why though do you like really like want to protect like 100 percent. i fucking never realized it like i never like um I never thought about it until now because, like, it's it hurts, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. What hurts? Hey, do you feel like? Did you see? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. I and I feel like you grew with us too, though. Like, like for like the past two weeks, like every time we're all in the room, it's like someone brings up how they like. You know. It brings up what? Like they don't like me. Yeah. What he's going I, through. I, I don't like. I don't 
think it's like they don't like you. They just like. But like, how else are they? I think they just resent you because you're you're the fucking um, you're basically a manager. You're the, you're the one that makes the rules. He's the warden. Yeah, he's like it, obviously <laughs> you're gonna feel hate. You know, I just feel like some people get too involved. Like yeah, too emotional as well too. Like I I mean I I don't have nothing against you because I love you, but like maybe other people don't take it that way. You know, other people don't see how much you change. They just see you as an asshole. Let me ask you. I'm just I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying like I I I could see it in them. Like it just especially like I mean you're straightforward, dude. Like that's what it is. Like I I I think you're 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 doing a good job. You bro, you grew with us. Yeah, like, maybe not with me fully, but like I still respect you as a person. And, and well, I feel position. the respect from you, but then some people, I'm like, do they want my attention, or are they really trying to say fuck you right now? I think they want your attention. I think that's the, the craziest part, dude. I really think they want my so approval. Check this out. So maybe, maybe like you fall back on the disciplinary shit. You let the soldiers do that. Yeah, and you give them a little bit of attention. Yeah, and then you let like Madison or even Shane, or even me, deliver the or even just the house. I mean, the house. You'll have me too. Yeah, dude. Right? No one yeah. needs to ask you any questions. I feel like that's like that would feel good to like do sometimes. You yeah. know, you don't need to be the one saying it. Really. Yeah, like, you have Madison. Like I know, like people might think. I mean, she's manager now. She's a lover, though. She's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I, just to be specific here, so what you're saying is you don't deliver bad news. You just talk. No, he, with, he, he delivers bad news to his soldiers, to his soldiers, and but not to the clients. The but right now, you do deliver bad news, and that's why people all are day, saying, every day. Yeah, it's just the bearer of bad news. Like, you know, how does that make you feel, though? Like, do you just feel like? <laughs> are you like? I'm asking doing you. this. No, like I'm it doesn't. Really like I, it gets to me, bro. Like I get like emotional about it. Yeah, I can see it. Like yeah, I like struggling. Yeah, right I can now. see that. Like I even, uh, bro. That's why I've been asking you for the past couple of days. Like, are you okay? Because I know you're not okay. And Just how is, you could tell with me, I, I could tell with you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this part because, like, this is something that like these other houses don't do. Yeah, and this might be like a big no-no for certain. It's others. probably a big no-no. I'm like, I, am I, I soft, dude? I, like, I, what's, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think that's the big difference about like the whole learning to lose and the vulnerability is my greatest strength and like full-on transparency. I do think that that is like the solution. And I think that people are afraid to admit, like people in positions of power and and people in positions of authority are afraid to admit that they're also flawed. But I think that they can be an example. Like you now can understand what he's going through and the position he's in and you can like help everyone else like have a little bit of empathy and understanding. And, and, and that's the other cool thing for what he's going through. And that's the other cool thing about the house is like hopefully one day Woody will be – or. Jose will be able to experience this. Yep. I wish, I wish, I mean, Madison, you're kind of low-key experiencing it to a certain degree. Yeah, so is Caleb, so is Shane, so, so does everyone. You but know? her especially, she like calls me and she's like, am I a bitch? I'm like, no. Right? I just feel like. It like just started with you though. I could just say this, but um, like, I guess. I don't care sometimes what people think. Yeah. But I care about what certain people think about me. Yeah, me too. Like it's just kinda weird with me. Like I, I, I care with I care what you guys think of me, 
But do I care about what other people think of me? No, I don't. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm trying to help you guys out. Like, the house is running itself. And that's the cool thing about this house. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, if you really put your all into it, like, it, it, it will work. It will fucking work. Do you think this is a thing? Like, they, like, kind of, like, get jazzed up, like, because they know Pat, and then, like... I feel like Pat's a little too easy on them. No, no, no. They, like, they they like come here, they're like, I'm going to be, like, you know, like, it's going to be, like, me and Pat Ridge and, like, Madison and Woody and Danielle, and, like, they get here and they realize, like, the house is, like, running itself. Yeah. And they yeah. don't get that, like, emotional time with them that they, like, expected. No, yeah, that's... Because I feel like that sometimes. I, wow. Yeah, certain people in the house, do. I, I can see But, it. bro, I, I came it. up there at dinner and I was kind of, like... Mad. Dropping the dropping the hammer. Yeah. No, he did, yeah. Yeah, no, he really did today. He, I, you know? I, I even like, got kind of mad this at, at the beginning of the dinner. Like, like when, <laughs> when, it, when it's necessary, I will do it. Yeah. yeah. And people need to, like, realize, like, why they're here, and they need to just chill and fall back and, like, right. respect Woody and Madison. I just hope people are here for the right reasons. Yeah. Their life got fucked up. Hold, hold That's on. the only way. I'm glad you said that. Because it honestly, it doesn't really matter. No, I know that. So much. Because over time, they will either get it or they won't. Yeah. Right. So what brings them here and what even what keeps them here in the beginning is like almost irrelevant because I, I think it would almost be impossible to complete this unless you were actually – unless you actually change and believe – yeah and, and 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 you know what i'm saying yeah it would be impossible yeah. i mean i mean who the hell could complete this yeah. for the wrong reasons i mean even like with this graduation <laughs> stuff like i i was not i was like really thinking about it the first two weeks i was here i was just like i, I don't have anything at all anymore like i just i need it when they tell me to fucking jump i'm gonna fucking jump this time you dude. see did you see the diplomas no i haven't nice He'll see them. Yeah, we, we put a lot of time into those today. They're dope. They're like the by far the dopest diplomas out of all the other. So we saw and like the, the world. Ones. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, probably. That's good. That's good. And and like when I did come back, it was embarrassing. Like I I, I see Madison, I see Caleb, I see Shane. Like they're all Shane was my little brother. Damn. Shit. Just, what about Shane Madison? Was, was Madison here when you first got here? Yeah, I was. She was. He, she was so, not here actually. So you got here before, before Shane and Madison. Yeah, I was here like a month before Madison. Yeah, crazy. He used to pull Shane to the side and be like, "You better keep this secret, bro." Yeah, dude. I used to be a contract. Like, wow. I used to be a walking contract actually. <laughs> now I just like, <laughs> hey, dude, like, leave me alone. I don't like, want to hear. I'm walking away. And it's just, it's just like now, mm. like I know. Really, when you think it's gonna happen, you're just like, I'm yeah. not even. I, I've, I've done it already it. a couple of times with Carter, mm. a couple of people. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> I just don't want to hear it right now. You know, yeah, I just wow. don't want to go back down that toxic road. And when I feel toxic, it just I snap. And I, I think like that's what I've been feeling these past couple of days. Like I've been feeling like I'm yeah, you toxic. just gotta work on not being toxic with the people you're closest to. Yeah, it's just that might actually be good influences, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, even with these, I, I got a thousand words today. I'm just, like, taking my sweet time to, like, really reflect on myself. Oh, you're on vacation. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, relax. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, like. He's, like, one, two. No, I'm three. just, like, really, like, putting effort into that thousand word. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. It, was just, it would take me, like, 20 minutes if I try to do it fast. 
but like not I don't want to do that right now I need to like really reflect on my life and what I need to change I think that's where I grew like even though like I left the house a couple times like I can't I, I went home with everything I knew here like literally like, my dad was making me write fucking words you're not like even like drinking hot sauce though I know I gotta like I've been trying to watch my weight too I'm not eating as much I'm not right on yeah I'm just like trying to take care of myself first I'm trying I'm putting myself first before I, everything right now I think that's like really helping me, and it's it's building confidence in myself. So, yeah, it's been a real fucking journey this year. Like this whole year, I've been trying to get fucking sober, and I couldn't. And and it's crazy to see the house how much it's like changed in a good way. But back then, it was fucking gnarly. Like we had every angle of this house like being like fucking like everybody was like literally a part of the house. Like everybody. We had Wax, we had Jason. Right. Now Jason's my fucking sponsor, and, like, I didn't, I resented him so bad. Right, damn, remember that he one night? sent him out the door, dude. Yeah. Damn, like, that one night was so crazy. Jason was, like, yelling at Jose. He's, like, fucking, Jose kept talking back. He's, like, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. thousand yeah. more words, thousand more words, yeah, thousand and, more words. And then the next day... Would You're he, like, oh, give me 15 more grand because I was just like talking shit to him. And who did you did when we went to see my probation officer? Oh, yeah, you're day. being a, yeah. just a fucking yeah, I was just like asshole, bro. Yeah, and hmm. I could be a motherfucker sometimes. I try not to. I've be never that. seen that side of him. He's always been very hospitable and friendly and, and is not afraid to speak up. Yeah, you know. But like, like I said, when I start getting really toxic, that's when like, it comes out. Stole your phone, yeah. I like ran that. away. I'm like, yeah, that's actually crazy because I haven't really seen that either. Like, Woody would call me and he'd be like, "Yo, Jose just took his phone and he's not giving it back." And I'd be like, "It was hard for me to even imagine what that looked like." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was pretty funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I regret it. I do regret it. Like I stayed here for what almost five months and i learned a lot dude you does know, shane like does shane seem different yeah really different really different he's more open about himself shane yeah back then he wasn't really open that's my guy that's my guy too i feel real comfortable with him everyone in this house will be our guy yeah. mm-hmm. they just need to get through the suck well i mean I, i've always like been close to him you know, like even yeah. when he was my little brother, I was close to him. I think you should try to get close to him, JD. No, <laughs> Aiden. Yeah, the guy who was just down here. He needs to like really feel like he's accepted. Yeah, yeah. I have never seen that guy. How new is he? He's the newest, well, the second newest person here. All right, that's Thanks for good night, Jose. Good night, guys. Good night.